0: Theme music for The Spot Report, courtesy of Pastor Casper McLeod and Renee Truax. Thank you, friends. There's a spot for you over here to listen. Hi, friends. Welcome to The Spot Report. Very hosts Mike and Kathy Spalding. Kathy, thank you for joining me today.
1: You're very welcome. It's a pleasure.
0: We're excited to launch this new program and very hopeful that the Lord will use it to equip and encourage the body of Christ. Now, before we get started, uh, let me explain what SPOT stands for, S-P-O-T-T, what it stands for and why we decided on that name for this program. So SPOT is an acronym. It stands for Strategic Prophetic Overcomers Training and Tactics. Now, We chose that. It comes out of my military background. Uh, When I served uh, in in the army, um, I was in a unit and MOS. We did patrols along uh, foreign nations borders. And if we observed anything that we thought headquarters should know about, we communicated that to them uh, via the radio. And just announced a SPOT report. We had a SPOT report. Now that was uh, SPOT. We've added that T, of course, to incorporate tactics. So strategic, prophetic, overcomers, training, and tactics. So our goal for this program is to provide very timely conversation, communication, information that we believe is value. Uh, has value and is valuable to the to the remnant body of Jesus Christ. Now, I know, Kathy and I have talked about this, there are thousands and thousands of, of podcasts and programs uh, out there. So why should you listen to this one? Well, I, I think once you begin to listen and, and uh, understand our hearts for the Lord and what we see as necessary for the body of Christ today, I think you'll, you'll, you'll be in agreement with that. And so that's our prayer anyway. Um, again, my co-host is my wife, Kathy. She, she has been a wonderful, wonderful wife, help made more, much more than just a friend. She really is. And, and I say this as often as I have the opportunity, she really is the brains, the muscle, what makes things happen, um, behind the scenes she creates edits produces the transforming word radio program that's that's heard on several stations here in the in the midwest and even uh, even in new jersey we're out in nebraska iowa new jersey and here uh, in ohio and by the way we're always looking for radio partners to air that bible teaching program the transforming word um, if you have a Christian radio station in your community or close to where you live, you could really be a blessing to us by contacting that radio station and asking them to, to air our radio program. Now, in addition to that, Kathy is also the program director of our own FM station here in Lima, WTTP-FM. You can stream that anywhere you're at, wttpfm.com uh, on your phones or, or computers, Kathy, I'm blessed to launch this new program with you as a co-host. How how about you?
1: I'm excited as well, Mike. I believe that there's a need for um, men and women to join together and uh, share the truth of what God is doing um, today in the world and families. And I believe as husband and wife, we can make a powerful impact on on the podcast community.
0: Yeah, well said. Well said. I, I agree completely wholeheartedly. In fact, talking about what God is doing, he's doing amazing things at Calvary Lima, isn't he?
1: Oh my goodness. God is coming to the building and he has set up shop. He is working overtime at Calvary.
0: Yeah. It's a a blessing to see the restoration, the revitalization, uh, the lives that are being changed, the numbers that he's adding. It's just a remarkable thing to see. And we are, we are very grateful. Well, for today's, uh, conversation, um, strategic prophetic overcomers, <laughs> training and tactics, <laughs> I wanted to share something, um, a couple of weeks ago, as you well know, cause you were running around all over the place trying to get these things fixed. Um, we had an issue with our, our internet and, um, As most folks who know us know, we broadcast our gatherings, uh, on social media and that wasn't happening that day. It's we, and I know what we did, but it it killed the internet. We couldn't get it back up. So we just took it in stride and decided, well, that was, uh, that was of the Lord's doing. And, and, and so he changed completely the message that morning. I didn't speak on what I had prepared, um. Lord had already provided something else that, that he wanted us to bring forth. And, and this is a season that I think we're in, Kathy. Uh, we're, we're certainly in this season at Calvary Lima. Um, the greatest commandment of the Lord is that we love one another. And I, I've uh, really been focused on that lately. I've got a verse to get us started, John 13, 35. Jesus said, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Now, I guess we could also say that that people will think the opposite if you're not demonstrating love. They will not understand, and some might even be shocked to hear that you claim to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, but you don't have love for one another. So, one of the things that uh, is necessary for us is to show love to one another, and um, that's something that's sorely lacking. So, so what I shared uh, a couple of weeks ago, Kathy, um, was uh, a post that I had seen, and and I'd read through it, and I thought, well, this is great. This is great, and I know you've got a copy of it there, so so that we can talk about this. Um, I thought it hit the bullseye uh, on everything that it said. And in and, and the post, this person that posted it said, let's start by talking about discernment, mm-hmm. discernment. So that's one of those things that um, people are wise to use, um, but they can also use it as an excuse to bludgeon people and and we're, we're supposed to be uh, fruit inspectors I get that we're supposed to be able to to hear and see and evaluate um, but one of the things that that we should take into consideration in in utilizing the gift of discernment is that we should we should take into account how how people treat other people not just how they treat you or us and that's especially um, important for me as a pastor Mm -hmm. some people will treat me well when they're in my presence they'll smile when we're together But at other times, that's not really the case, and that's not—that's part of inspecting fruit, I guess. We're supposed to take into account how people treat other people as well as how they treat us. So if we see people treating other people um, rudely or being a jerk or or very obnoxious, critical—you know—we could throw all those things out there. If we see them treating other people like that, then we should understand that them smiling at us and treating us nice, well, that's just for the time being in that moment. Because the minute we do something they don't like or don't approve, chances are really good they're going to treat us just like they do other people. What are your thoughts?
1: I agree 100%. Absolutely. I've seen it happen. You know, it, it sure sounds a uh, discernment sure sounds an awful lot like judging.
0: It does, doesn't it? It has that feel, but, mm-hmm. but but we shouldn't see it that way. It's not it's it's well, it is in a sense you 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 are judging, but you but listen, Jesus said we are to judge, but we are to do so righteously. Now that's a whole separate that's a whole different yeah. lens by which to view things, isn't it? But th- that, that discernment, here's, here's the important issue, friends. Um, it's the Holy Spirit that gives us mm-hmm. discernment. And what we have to do as people, because we're all flawed, what we have to do as people is we have to separate our opinions of people. We have to separate our uh, experiences with people. hmm our sometimes even our knowledge uh, of people we gotta we've got to make sure that we're not we're not claiming discernment over something because of our own feelings experiences right. opinions uh, about someone because listen we could be wrong we yeah. could be wrong in all of those areas.
1: I think relationship on a person plays a big part of that too. You know, you have, um, certain relationships, whether they're in the family or in the workplace. Um, and you see these red flags that are popping up left and right. And yet, uh, sometimes you accept those red flags and overlook maybe what the Holy Spirit's trying to tell you because of who that person is to you and and, in your family or in your workplace could be your boss You know, so there's a lot of times that the Holy Spirit may be speaking to you and you're kind of hushing it because because of the relationship that you have with someone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's understandable. Um, That's that can be um, it can be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah but 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 here's the thing to keep in mind the sermon is based on what the holy spirit is saying to you so so we've got to make sure it's the holy spirit speaking and not our own emotions or yes. feelings or thoughts or opinions cuz listen the holy spirit's always right yes we are not always right and how many times have you heard me say Kathy well the lord showed me i was wrong about that
1: <laughs> um i'm usually in the car with you when you say it so yeah
0: yeah yep He's, he's, and, and it's not that I have said anything to anybody or acted on uh, my opinions or anything, but it's just that I thought something thought a certain way about something. And then the Lord will show me, see, you weren't right about that at all. So, so so my point is, be sure we're hearing from the Holy Spirit and we're not acting on our own uh, impressions or opinions. So, and this is, this is an important issue. Uh, in the body of Christ, because like you pointed out, Kathy, it has to do with relationships. It has Mm -hmm. to do, and the the Bible tells us that we are to honor people above ourselves. We're to take care of the needs of others, even, uh, above our own needs. We're to honor people. Um, and I don't think that the body of Christ, uh, well, I'm just going to say it we're, we're on that road to understanding that and applying that and living that out, but we've still got uh, a ways to go, don't we?
1: Boy, we sure do. It's a long road, sometimes hard. It's yeah. rocky. It goes up and down. And yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very difficult, especially with people that you love.
0: Yeah. So another thing we got to be careful about is, is slandering people. I have, I have talked about this so many times in the last couple of years, because, um, well, frankly, that's happened to me. And um, people that think they know something, um, but really don't, but they're quick to slander, they're quick to carry gossip. And um, I see that a lot today and in social media, especially with people who have disagreements with others over doctrine or, or, or theology theology. Um, I would, I would recommend to folks that you, that you take a step back. Pause. If, if, if this is, uh, if the Lord is speaking to you about this, um, be careful about attacking brothers or sisters over, a, over what you disagree with them on in their theology or, mm-hmm. or their doctrines. Cause listen, um, the fact that, they believe something different than you doesn't make them a heretic. That's right. It, it, it does not. Um, another issue that I've seen, and it just grieves me when I see it, Kathy, is is I'll see groups of people jump on a post, jump on the one who posted on their post and start attacking. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not enough for the one who finds it, finds the post and wants to make a comment. And, and, and I don't understand that that um, impulse either. Why people think they have to be an internet sheriff. They've got to police the social media platforms. And um, that's just exhausting. And, and quite frankly, uh, it's not very attractive. And it certainly isn't uh, imaging Christ or imitating him. Um, but I've seen it over the years. I've seen uh, someone that I know and you can tell they've talked offline or text messaged one another, and then they'll both go jump on a post and, and mm-hmm. share their thoughts and opinions. And it's like, man, if you guys knew how ugly that looked, how unchristlike that looked, you probably wouldn't do that. But they're oblivious to that clearly. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: well, I've seen a lot of it too come about as a matter of prayer. Um, you know, where you say, oh, so-and-so did this, we need to pray or, you know, I, I have to pray for this person because of what they did here. And then you share what was going on. And, you know, I'm not so sure that that's really how the Lord intended prayer to be used. Yeah, I think I think spirit. at some point you have to, you know, if you see something or if something happens, uh, you have to go to the Lord and prayer yourself, don't you think?
0: Yes, I, I agree with you. Um, before you, you start asking for prayer and sharing somebody's dirty laundry, um, you better get in your own prayer closet. And that might be one of the first things you ask the Lord. Am I supposed to ask other people to pray for this or, 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 or should I remove the details? And let's just say, let, let's, let's join together and, and lift up our brother, our sister. I think that's probably what they're going to hear, um, And I'll tell you, Kathy, I've over the years, I've come to understand that that a lot of these behaviors that Christians can't seem to kick, they're just constantly dealing with them, dealing with them, dealing with them, stumbling, falling, you know, confessing, uh, moving on, falling again. I I think there's some demonic activity behind it. Um, There's so many things in our culture. Mm that have attachments to them yes they bring they bring spiritual bondage into the lives of people who partake of them yes and and because so many uh so many believers um deny the whole reality of the supernatural um the demonic in our presence and and how you've got to be on your guard constantly are these spirits will, will, and of course, what, what are they trying to do? They're, to, they're trying to destroy the testimony of the individual and then the relationships that that individual has, but ultimately they want to bring reproach on the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's just destructive. It's evil. It's wicked. It's destructive. So yeah. um, in this, this topic that we've landed on today, uh, discernment and um, it can be it can be used as a bludgeon, as I said earlier.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, just because you disagree with someone, just because uh, that person's take on things uh, doesn't doesn't thrill you or impress you, that doesn't mean that they're not a follower of Christ.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: Be very, Is very it a careful.
1: salvation issue? We always have to go back to that. Is it a salvation issue that we disagree with?
0: Right, right, yeah. Just because they drive you crazy, <laughs> well, here's here's what I've told people before, because they've come to me. Well, so and so said this on this post, and they posted this, and they and it's like, why are you still looking at that?
1: Hmm. Well,
0: it's like, no, stop, just stop. If it makes you crazy, just stop.
1: Because Jesus still loves them.
0: (laughs) Isn't that the truth? We forget that. We think if it drives me nuts, well, it must drive God nuts. It has to. It has to.
1: (laughs) If that was the case, he'd be nuts about us all the time, wouldn't he?
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Yep. That is a fact. And I'm glad that our salvation is not based on on uh, us being correct all the time about our impressions and opinions, exactly. aren't you <laughs>
1: You know, Romans 10, nine and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10 says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved.
0: Yes, amen. So you know what that means. That means God has the say in who's saved and who isn't. And your opinion on it doesn't matter. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> we got to be very careful judging somebody else's about salvation, don't we?
0: Yes. Amen. Amen. And I, I got to tell you something. We've had this conversation dozens of times over the last few years, dear. Um, but we need to understand that social media, if it's used correctly, righteously,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: the advancement of the gospel, then it's a good thing. But when it isn't, and it's used to pick fights, start arguments, or just be controversial, um, that's when you're going to get into trouble. And um, being being on or being a friend with somebody, or not being a friend with somebody on social media, media is, is here nor there. It's got nothing to do with anything. I, 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 know not too very long ago. Um, and, and I posted before I did it, I said, listen, I, some folks don't, don't interact and I, I'm maxed out on, on, and I've got people waiting, um, that I can't approve. I'm, I'm going to go through and, and, um, uh, revise this. And so I did, man, some people blew a gasket, and it's like, hmm, that was very telling to me. Yeah. And because um, you're not required to be Facebook friends with everyone or anyone. Where did we get to the place where we think, oh, well, somebody unfriended or unfollowed or whatever, it's, and then we take offense at that? It's is that is that where we're really at in the body of Christ? Mm. that somebody unfriending me on Facebook is going to rob me of my peace. It's going to, it's going to hurl me into an out to a, to a fit of anger. It's, it's
1: that's (laughs) where, yeah, that's where we just need to let the Holy spirit be the Holy spirit. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, no matter how you might feel about that, it doesn't give you the right to gossip, to slander, to backbite, to stab people in the back, to ridicule, to assassinate character, mm-hmm. assassinate people, talk bad about them to other people. Because I tell you, you're just piling, you're just piling more on top of what you've already done that the Lord's going to talk to you about. Yeah, so. yeah. Wow. It'd be a beautiful thing if we just allowed the Holy Spirit to be the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just I like I agree.
1: I agree. He convicts, don't he? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've, uh, we've, uh, not exhausted, but we've certainly covered that subject. It's a good first subject since, uh, this is a brand new podcast where, mm-hmm. and friends, we're, we're, we're hoping, um, that this will be in, not just informative, but it will also be, um, a balm for your soul, a salve yes. to your heart. It'll, yes. it'll, it'll resonate uh, the spirit within you. It'll, it'll, it'll be a, a blessing uh, to you. And we appreciate that you would share this show with other people. And and, and as we, as we uh, grow and get into this, we're going to expand and be on different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um. If you would like to support the Transforming Word Ministries, which this spot report is a part of, then you can do that uh, very easily. Um, we are on Venmo. We are on Zelle. We are on um, uh, PayPal. We are on Swipe Simple. There are a number of ways that you can support us, and we'll have all of that information uh, in the show notes for this, as well as contact information. So, Kathy, any any last words for, for those who have joined us today?
1: No, I'm just thankful for those that are listening out there today. And just remember, um, when we're practicing discernment, we should start with fruit inspection. And that means looking in our own bowl first, right, Mike?
0: Amen. Amen. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. And folks, if you won't do it, the Lord's going to direct you to do it, but he may do it a little more forcefully that's right amen thanks for joining us today friends we'll see you next time here on the spot report thank you